This is Send 7, World News in 7 Minutes. Today is Thursday, the 3rd of September, 2020. Today's news with Namitha Ragunath. Starting in Asia today. In Russia, a Soviet-era chemical weapon was used to poison a well-known Russian opposition figure, Alexei Navalny. Yesterday, Chancellor Angela Merkel's spokesman said that the testing by a special German military lab had shown proof, without a doubt, that the chemical was used. Navalny is being treated in a Berlin hospital and has reported some improvement, but is still in a coma. Navalny is a politician and corruption investigator who is one of Russian President Vladimir Putin's fiercest critics. Navalny's allies in Russia have insisted he was deliberately poisoned by the country's authorities. India has banned 118 more Chinese apps following its dispute on the Himalayan borders. Yesterday, India's Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology said the apps promoted activities harmful to the integrity of India, defense of India, security of state, and public order. Pakistan has blocked Tinder, Grindr, and three other dating apps in its latest move to remove online platforms seen to be spreading immoral content. Pakistan is the second largest Muslim-majority country in the world after Indonesia and is an Islamic nation where extramarital relationships and homosexuality are illegal. Africa Tunisia has approved its third government administration in less than a year. Hisham Mashishi has replaced the previous government which was in power for only five months. The previous Prime Minister resigned last month after questions over his business dealings. Mashishi proposed a government with 25 ministers and three secretaries of state that includes seven women and a blind man, a first in the country's history. In Zimbabwe, opposition politician Jacob Ngarum has been granted bail after calling for anti-government protests against corruption. You must allow the people to speak out. You must allow the people of Zimbabwe to chat and make a way forward that they feel is appropriate. And every time that you refuse the people to speak out and express themselves and show how they desire to be governed and how they desire to deal with issues, when you deny them that chance, and then it can't happen forever. A good society, a democratic free society, should allow people to express themselves. And this is what we are simply saying. The politician was ordered to pay 50,000 Zimbabwe dollars, surrender his passport, and report to the police three times a week. Ngarhum and many other government critics and opposition activists are accusing the government of attempting to use the COVID-19 lockdown to arrest, harass, and torture activists. The government has denied 
these accusations. Europe French President Emmanuel Macron met with Iraq's Prime Minister Mustafa al-Kadimi yesterday and pledged support for Iraq. Macron said that the main challenges facing the country are ISIS fighters and foreign interferences in its affairs. Macron is the first head of state to visit the Iraqi capital since it formed a new government in May. Al-Kadimi was selected by parliament in May after previous Prime Minister Adel Abdul Mahdi quit under pressure from protests against corruption. In Greece, the Moria refugee camp on the island of Lesbos has been placed under quarantine after the confirmation of the first coronavirus infection. The camp will be sealed until September 15th with only security granted access after temperature checks. The camp, which used to be a military base, has been repeatedly criticised by aid groups for poor living conditions. Though it is designed to hold 3,000 people, it currently holds 20,000 refugees. In the UK, Prince Harry and wife Meghan have reached a deal with Netflix to make a range of programmes. The multi-year deal will include documentaries, feature films, script shows, and children programs. Now on to the Americas. In the US, the Trump initiate has ordered a stop in evictions of some renters until the end of 2020. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention declared that no landlord shall evict any person from a residential property for not being able to pay rent. A recent report by the Aspen Institute said that more than 20 million renters live in a household that have suffered COVID-19-related job loss, and it has concluded that millions more are at risk of eviction in the next months. President Trump has also blamed the Democrats for not being interested in the people and said he will stop the evictions himself if he has to. They're not interested in the people. They're not interested in unemployment. They're not interested in uh, evictions, which is a big deal, the evictions. They want to evict. A lot of people are going to be evicted. But I'm going to stop it because I'll do it myself if I have to. I have a lot of uh, powers with respect to executive orders, and we're looking at that very seriously right now. In Colombia, airports, bus terminals, Restaurants and gyms have reopened as the Latin American nation attempts to improve its economy following months of restrictions due to coronavirus. Hospital rates and COVID-19 deaths have lowered over the past 10 days, prompting the government on Tuesday to lift more of the emergency measures that had been put in place for five months including a ban on most travel within the country. And finally, Unilever says it will invest 1 billion euros to eliminate fossil fuels from its cleaning products by 2030. The company's current total greenhouse gas footprint is about 100 million metric tons of carbon dioxide globally. 
Instead of petrochemicals, the company would use other biological sources and marine sources in its products. Unilever said it is the first company to commit such a switch. Thank you for listening to Send7. Tomorrow, you will be with Stephen DeVincenzi. I'm Namitha Raghunath. Have a great day. If you find this podcast useful, please help to support it by subscribing on podcast apps, sharing it on social media, or by leaving a review. Find transcripts and past episodes at sense7.org.